took turns. One would beat me while the other one was driving. I can't believe it, I just made a mistake. Well, parents are the same no matter time, no place. So to you other kids all across the land, take it from me, parents just don't understand. Welcome back to another episode of I'm Just Saying with your hosts, Apollo and Jinx. I'm Jinx, just Jinx, and with me is my co-host. Apollo, hi. And uh, we've got some great topics today. We're going to be talking about holding grudges and parenting, right? Different parenting styles. And uh, I'm coming at you as being a parent of an only child for the past 10 years and being the oldest of four kids. And Apollo, what's your experience? Uh, I'm a stepdad of an awesome four-year-old. That's a G. And um, I have six sisters and four brothers. All younger than you, right? No. No. <laughs> I'm just like, no, I'm not even the biggest. I don't even, can't even say that. I was the biggest for a long time. Then my little brother grew to seven foot. That is pretty big. Yeah, so I punch him in his kneecap when I see him. Because <laughs> you can reach it. Tall people are not allowed to take pictures with me. I have a little man syndrome for a big person. <laughs> I don't like talking. You people. like to be the biggest person in the room? Yeah. You know what? Not even you like the biggest. like to dominate with your presence? I just don't like See, I just up. choose my personality to dominate the room as opposed to my size. I let my big old ego fill I the room. I like looking and, uh, up at people. Yeah. <laughs> you don't like to look up to anybody? No. Yeah. Well, do you have a parenting role model that you look up to? Joe yeah. Jackson. Joe Jackson, father of the Jackson 5, Michael Yes. Jackson. Listen. Notorious for beating his children. I think he's misunderstood. <laughs> Here's the thing. As if you've ever been to Gary, Indiana, you'll understand my point. Gary, Indiana got street signs like last week. So, okay, so that's where we're coming from. We're coming from Gary, Indiana. And he was sitting there really poor, didn't have enough money to feed his kids. And then he sees his kids have this amazing talent. And he beat them to stardom. Do you think they had the talent or did he create that talent and, and like train them? I mean, how do you, your kids just automatically display a talent for harmonizing and dancing in sync with each other? Well, they had talent, and then he beat them to talent. You know, so he's sitting there, he's going, ba to the left, ba step to the right, ba step to the left, ba step to the right. So he was bah! like a slave owner beating his children. Kind of in a way to uh, do what he wanted. I, you know, just... he was really good at it. I gotta say though, he probably should have stopped. Like, when they got famous. Like, that's where I draw the so line. So once your kids start making you money, then then you should stop beating them because now they're earning their keep? Is that what you're trying to say? No, you're out the hood. You made it out the hood. So people in the hood should beat their children, but when people that aren't in the hood shouldn't? Is that what you're proposing? It depends on the situation. Those little bad kids needed to get the butts whooped to beat them to stardom. Once you get there, get them therapy. <laughs> I believe it's all dependent on the kid. If you wake up and your kid is very determined, you got a LeBron James in your backyard dunking on people and shooting and doing all this crazy stuff, then, yeah, maybe you don't got to beat him. Or maybe the parents should do something to get them out of the hood in the first place as opposed this to depending on the kids happen, to do it. Okay, there are some things that you cannot control. Crack addiction is very hard. <laughs> but... We're you, not, you know, just you, saying we're not proposing that parents should get a crack addiction and then solve that problem by beating their children into stardom. That, no, I'm not saying you should. I'm just saying situations are what they are. If my kids are amazingly talented but lack discipline, I need to give them discipline in the form of a backhand. <laughs> oh, no. I Now, see... <laughs> I don't think that always works to your best advantage. If you have a child like mine, you would have to expect retaliation in some form. I mean, my kid is the kid who can make stink bombs and hide them in places. And when you find them under your bathroom sink and ask her why it's there, she says, hey, mom, everyone has enemies. You never know when you'll need one. I mean, this is this is what I, the daughter I've raised. If I, you got to watch. The issue is, though, is that your kid doesn't need beatings. <laughs> She needs jail time. <laughs> so, speaking of kids and raising them, this morning, right, my daughter, she's been sick with the flu all week. Today was the first day she went back to school, so it was especially hard getting her out of bed this morning. And I'm in the middle of making her lunch when I realize she still hasn't gotten out of bed yet, right? And I'm in the middle of about to make her sandwich, so I've got a, a butter knife in my hand because I was about to put peanut butter on the bread when I realized this. And I stopped midway, and I went 
to her room and I and she's still in bed and I'm like, what are you doing in bed? We need to go. You got to get up and get ready. And she wakes up like half half asleep and looks at me and then comes fully awake. And she's what is that in your hand? And I'm like, what? I'm like, oh, a, a knife. And she's like, why do you have a knife? Put the knife down, mom. And I'm like, no, I don't have time to put the knife down. I need to make your lunch. Get out of bed. I've never seen that kid get out of bed so quickly and like skirt past me to get to the door. It was hilarious. So, so. a night, a funny so. knife story for my life uh, is uh, if you can see on my arm uh, and people who can't see. There's I'll, a scar. Yeah, there's a scar. I had stitches put in my wrist because I, I, I got cut. And um, I didn't want to go to the doctor. I wanted to go to the doctor to get the stitches out. My mom just wanted to cut the stitches out. And I said, <laughs> no, mom, get away from me with your scissors. <laughs> By the way, I'm eight. I'm at eight. Or, I'm, no, I'm maybe 10. I'm 10 at the time. And, and so I go to sleep and I, and I start feeling this weird thing on my arm. And I wake up and my mom has these giant kitchen scissors. Oh, my gosh. And she's looking at me. She has my arm pinned down in her lap. And she's about to cut the stitches off. And I look at her, I go, Mom! Oh, no. She then goes, What? I'm like, What are you doing? She's like, Nothing. You're dreaming. Go back to sleep. I'm like, I'm not dreaming. Why do you have scissors right next to my arm at this early, <laughs> this late at night while I'm sleeping? She's like, Go back to sleep. I was like, no. And I told her, get out of my room. We ended up going to the, the doctor the next day. It was really funny. And I was just like, oh, my gosh. This, this woman just, like, woke me up to do all this. By the way, everybody who's sitting here hearing some crinklings in the background because Jinx is losing her mind for it. <laughs> I am parenting while doing a podcast. Parenting 101, you get juice boxes ready so when the kid comes back for juice box, I know what I'm prepared. Also, well, if you were prepared, you would have already had the straw in there instead of making the crackling sounds while we're recording. But that's neither here nor there. I'm sure other parents now can I'm relate eating. to this. <laughs> now I'm eating. Yes, we're professionals here, guys. And uh, and if you hear those little noises in the background, that's Sophia, his stepdaughter. Uh, commenting while she makes uh watch or not makes watches her little video here um but going to the other extreme of parenting from joe jackson you know as opposed to being like super strict and beating his kids we also have uh will and jada smith right so will smith jada smith their kids are notoriously known for like some crazy stuff like uh their son oh why can't i think of his name right now um, uh, uh, there's a um, Jaden. Yeah, Jaden. Right. There's Willow and Jaden. Jaden is- wearing the Batman costume to a wedding. That's awesome. Right. I'm like, all right. So you look at, got to look at this from two different perspectives, right? So there's the, these kids are crazy, like doing all this stuff. But then also like that free parenting, trusting your kids to make their own decisions, and uh, encouraging their free spirit. I'm a parent who encourages that free spirit and stuff like that. And my daughter does some crazy stuff. I might talk her out of wearing a bat. No, I wouldn't talk her out of wearing no. a bat costume. Well, you also got to remember what wedding he was going to. Wasn't it a Kardashian or it was something? Ka- it was Kanye's. Oh, Con- yeah. So, so yeah, I'm so going to be honest. That, that kind of fits Kanye, the audience. It, you, it's perfect. You want to be noticed? That's what you do at a Kanye. You, you got to be crazier than Kanye to be noticed at a Kanye wedding. Oh, yeah. And, and so. you know what? He he dolled it up. It was a white Batman costume. Yeah, it was. It, it was wasn't white. like wasn't the Dark Knight. It was. No, he, he went in there. He's like. White, silvery knight. Yeah. I don't know. He's was, like, he's like Batman dressed up. <laughs> Daytime Batman, you got to blend in with the clouds. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the knight, but right or, now it's time bride. to party. It's like I can hide in the bride's dress now. You'll never notice me here. <laughs> that was super dope, but though. I, I think as no matter how you raise your kids, yeah, you want to raise them right from wrong. But even like my parents were super, super strict conservative parents, right? You you didn't talk at the dinner table. You uh, wore dresses to church on Sunday, all that kind of stuff. But yet here I am an adult and I am like totally free spirit and relaxed and chill and like and I am so not that conservative straight. You know, so I think eventually as as much as your parents try to teach you their way when you're a kid, eventually you come into your own thing anyways. So this is just allowing the kids to find themselves at a younger age 
and developing that. I wish I could have developed my personality more at a younger age than having to waiting until I was old enough to feel comfortable and free to do that. We're too poor to care about personalities. Uh, yeah, that too. That too. Uh, I I uh, I joke about um, you know ki- kids with money have uh, kids who grow with money have the ability to worry about their personality and freedom. As opposed to, you know, how am I going to make money and get out of this house? Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's, where I'm sitting there, as soon just as like, I can. Where I'm yeah. sitting there, just like, um, how do we go to college? Yeah. So <laughs> my advice, you know, your kids, if you can, give them the luxury of finding out who they are. You know, sure, teach them right from wrong, but let them kind of develop their personalities and who they are. So it makes it easier when you get to that college, high school age, you know, to kind of know what you want to do and be in life because you know who you are and being true to yourself. Whereas if you're just kind of finding who you are, you know, as you get free from your parents, then you're an adult. And that's at the same time you're supposed to be making those life decisions. And now you don't even know who you are yet. And you're having to make a decision on what you want to be for the rest of your life. So whereas me, I had to wait 20 years later and finally go back to, yeah, you know what? I want to do radio and television again. So I'm going to go back to school (laughs) for it as opposed to having done it when I was younger. I'm curious about something. Okay. Could finding yourself backfire? Oh, of course, especially now, if yourself is an evil self. That's what my thing is. So I just got done that's watching. That's where the teaching uh, your kids right from wrong. Was Hitler evil when he was born or did he did he become know, like learn that because of the experiences well, that happened Well, there's, well, there's to a him. guy, Larry, uh, who just got convicted 170 years for uh, molestation of like multiple girls. Yeah, and Larry Nasser, the doctor from yeah, the so Olympics, I'm wondering, Olympics team. Did he, did he free himself a little too much? Like... Yeah. That there's 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 a line where that's just wrong, and I'm wondering if like he was getting away with it, and when you know like people would complain and they'd say, "Oh, don't worry about, it. we'll take care of it," and then nobody did anything about it, and. You have first 80 people come out with their stories. And then as they started telling their stories, more women felt free to actually come back, come out and tell their stories. 150 women, 150 different women talking about their experiences with what Larry Nassar did to them. So to be, was anybody shocked when the judge said 40 to 175 years in prison? I I think I, I, uh, Personally, when I heard that, I didn't think I had invested in the case. You know, I was I was glad and happy for those women. But when I heard that ruling, I started tearing up for these women. And I'm like, they're finally getting, you know, their justice. They've been trying to get this story out and tell people for years and have been told to keep quiet or that they're exaggerating or that it wasn't really happening or they must have done something to provoke it. And then to be just to have somebody come in and justify with uh, 40 to 175 years in prison, that had to feel good for them. My favorite was the judge. She was I, a rock star. I signed your death warrant. That was- what? <laughs> I didn't know judges could be you savages. Will, you will not see the light of day outside of prison walls for the I rest was, of your life. I that was, was like, and then, and then he, she read out the letter out loud. He wrote her. About complaining about her and the whole and court had case. the audacity to say no, there's hell hath no fury like a woman, woman scorned. scorned. Well, yeah. dude, you should have thought of that before you just went and did all. That By the way, that women. is true. Um, women are the most petty, yeah, of all people. Um, I, I found. I'm not going to generalize. I'm not going to get in trouble. Don't find me on Twitter. If you do, it's at Jinx. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> at Jinx Scott. If you want to complain about Apollo, that's yeah. That's, don't. Don't come after me, women. Uh, but, no, I find out that women – now, I thought I was petty. Like, I honestly thought I was petty. I'm pretty petty. Like Knowing how to hold a grudge. Oh, I, I have I – have I have I have – if I become famous, it's all over for everybody. Because I'm calling out everybody who's ever told me I couldn't do something. Whoever was mean to me, uh, the girl who dissed me, I'm going to find them. See, I don't and care I, about those people. Like, those people I could care less about because their they opinions feel, don't, they, they feel me. don't phase me. They feel me. I'm petty. You tell me I can't do something, I'm going to do it and then shove it in your face. Like, all right, so we're moving. I told Last week I talked about the move. It was a pain in the butt, but we did it. So there, everybody's complaining about this oak furniture. It's so heavy. We need everybody. It's so heavy. Well, and I go, <laughs> I go, it's not that heavy. And they're like, yeah, it is. You don't even know. You don't even know. We needed like five people. Let's go. Those five people are weak. 
I go, me and my brother move everything. Like it was nothing because it was nothing. It was legit very, very light. Like it was heavy-ish. But if you know how to move things and you're – Use your back muscles and, or your legs. Your leg muscles. muscles this leg is why muscles, your back's sorry. out. Uh, you do, this is why you take out the drawers before you move a dresser. Simple little like things. intelligent things if you. Yeah. yeah, we moved everything. We're done in less than an hour. Sitting there eating pizza, and I go, "So what was heavy?" And because I'm so petty, and everybody goes, "Apollo, I think you're under over underestimating what this is." You know, I don't think you're that strong. I don't think, and that that annoys me because I'm Apollo. <laughs> you know, if I say I can do something. Most likely, I know what I'm talking about. Because I don't say I can do a lot of things. If I can do something, there's a good chance I know what I can do. Because I know my limitations. I can't run that fast. That's just a thing. <laughs> I am not a runner either. Not a runner. But I can run a distance. So if I get a nice oh, pace going. Oh, I'm a going, sprinter. I cannot. If oh, I can no. get a pace going, I can keep that pace for a little bit. So these people want to do that. I'm petty. I hold a grudge to them. So the whole time that I'm moving all this stuff, I actually made it a point to move the stuff by myself half the time to prove to them that I'm stronger than them and that they're wussies. And then I called them wussies while I did it <laughs> because I'm petty. But nothing. But I have found as petty as I am, because I just gave you a huge example of how petty I am. Women are way pettier. Women, I, women hold grudges like I've never seen before. Women's and, and they don't always hold grudges against a lot of people. It's always one. Yeah, I don't hold grudges. I am like the most forgiving person. No, you have one. I have one. I was just gonna say there. There's a couple people, and the one the grudges I have, they've been going on for decades. Like literally, yeah. one person for I think it's been 23 years now since I talked to this person. And I still, like, every time I see her comment on some a fr mutual friend's post or I see her picture come up on, you know, friends you might know kind of thing, I just grind my teeth. And, and for a second, I might think, you know, maybe it's time to bury the hatchet and reach out and be the bigger person, talk to her. No, no, it's not. I, it, I still, like, I, it grates my teeth and I just you feel filled with so much hatred and rage towards this person. And... And, uh, and I can't, I can't, well, I, that'd be lying to say that I don't completely, I, I don't remember 100% details, but I know basically what it was over. So. You don't care. Like you hold grudges women. And what I've noticed, it's always one person. And honestly, it's probably over something that's not that big of a deal. Oh, there's a family member too. That I've held. Well, there's always a th that's for everybody. There's a family member you always an hold. evil family member, an uncle, that an like, aunt, a brother, a sister, a mother. Yeah. yeah, you know that one creepy dude who lives in that trailer. They plays the banjo with his feet. No one has that. Am I the only one? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's like they have to really betrayed me on something like my trust. Like somebody, I, I, I think it's like that love hate thing. You can't really hate something unless you've loved it first. Right. Yeah. So this was a person that I trusted 100% was my best friend, you know, confidant. And she went and betrayed that trust. So, you know, and flipped her out to like, to the point where I was like at one point ready to go beat her with the two by four. <laughs> she didn't even realize how mad I was because so, you know, like, like, she had never seen me mad at anybody before, so she didn't even realize. Like, she's just making jokes and being funny and not realizing that I am fuming and, like, about ready to beat her up. That's and, breaking like, the law. That's assault. I didn't. I didn't do anything. I, I, one of my friends pulled me aside to to calm me down because they knew me better and knew that uh, I was on the verge of... So, yeah, don't don't make me mad. It, it's not Jinx pretty. Jinx will beat you with a two by four, apparently. Yeah, don't 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 I, betray my trust. There's very few people who actually like try to fight me. Like people will try to make me mad. They'll try to do stuff to irritate me. I've got younger siblings that have done that my whole life. I don't need somebody else to. I've learned to brush that stuff off. <laughs> me angry is very rare. Um, you make me I, th so I think it's funny so when people tell you you're angry when you're not angry. angry. You're, it's just like, no, there's there's le there's levels to this. Oh, my God. The freaking snowflake thing drives uh, me up the wall. What? With people calling, saying, oh, here comes the snowflakes. You're going to complain about this. Oh, they're going to whine about And I'm like, the only person why I see whining and complaining right now is is these whiny bitches, for lack of a better word. I don't swear often, but I feel like there's a need for it right now, that go 
and complain about other people that I don't even see complaining about anything. Have you seen oh, these people posting on Facebook? I'm going to complain about something. Because you just squirted yourself with the juice box. Yes. Yes. Why are juice boxes so squirtable? Right? They're for kids. Kids, like, grab stuff. Why? How? Why, kids don't know their own strength. You know, strength. They, have, uh, they do have those things that you can drop your juice box into to keep your kids from squeezing them. But then you have to take the effort of... Bring, remember to bring that in with it. Bring that with your juice boxes. I think this is watered down boxes. juice. Well, it 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 is. What? No, I. I've been giving this to my kid. No so for she kids, they like usually this. do to make them less sugary, or they don't add sugar to it, so therefore it's less. Man, sweet no wonder my kid didn't to. want that. I don't even want that. That's trash. Get that it's out of here. It's flavored water, as my daughter would call it. It's trash. <laughs> Get that out of here. You know uh, what? You know, speaking of kids, kids can hold grudges against their parents for a long time, and I'm one of those people too. I've done that, like how you know, like for how I was raised and stuff, and like I can't hold a not, grudge. Not, uh, I, I, I can't hold a grudge because um, it's too funny. <laughs> like I have to, like I could easily be mad at. My so your mom. grudges are quick and over with. Uh, Is if, that what you're saying? No, I, I my my grudges. How I take my grudges is I use them as uh, motivation. So that someday I can go back and throw it in their face. So since this is an advice show, my advice to people when it comes to grudges, if you're going to have one, make it like a really good one. Don't just have a grudge to have a grudge. Let it motivate you. Like, let it be something that you can use. And don't, if it's something that like in two weeks you're going to be over, that's not worth having a grudge over. Just forgive and forget at that point. However, if it's something you can hold on to, you think, for a good 20 years and still be confident that you're going to be angry and not and still not want to deal with that person, that is a good grudge. Hey, my dad had a whole other family. My dad left me and then went and had a, a family. Eh. I hold a grudge towards that. I want to make sure one day he knows that he didn't choose the good kid. I'm like I, I actually bank on, on his other family. The, I, this is really mean to say. You know, I think but to some I, extent all kids so, feel like that extent, they're not the favorite child and therefore want to prove their parents that yeah, they're better. Yeah, I, I should be. Because even me, I've got that with I'd my be hoping with my little my, brother one be of my failing. siblings. I'd be hoping my little brother be failing. See, I don't hope my siblings fail. Oh, I do. I'm I just want to prove or, that, like, my, you know, my being outside the box and not a follower is better. It, it's beneficial. My, well, my little brother told me, he's like, you know, I'm really thinking about going to construction. I was like, yes. It's <laughs> 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 like. I was like, I was like, what sounds better? My one son is a host of a radio show or a podcast, or my son is a construction worker. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You're losing your job to the m- machines, little brother. Ha ha, motherfucker! I won. I won, son. Dad, you're gonna one day know. I was the son you should have stayed with. <laughs> now you'll never see a penny of that fandom. No, he yeah. will. I'll buy him a trailer. <laughs> You know That's what? what you get. I'm but, so petty. I would buy him nice stuff just to shove it in his face. Uh, I am petty. I am beyond petty. That I would. I am so like. If you're going to be petty, people, please use it to fuel you. Michael Jordan used his pettiness to fuel him. Uh, Tom Brady used his pettiness to fuel him to six. He's been to eight Super Bowls. Ridiculous. You know, use your pettiness to fuel you. And to deflate your balls. But make sure your pettiness isn't against women because then you turn into Harvey Weinstein. Yeah, you don't want to be petty in that that regard. No, never be petty towards women. Women are are awesome. You know, that brings me back to the whole parenting advice, right? So. Oh, my gosh. I had a breakthrough yesterday, by the way. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just, I interrupted (laughs) you. I am so sorry. But I had a breakthrough with the parenting advice. With what I just said, what correlates. You know what I've realized? And we've all of us have had this conversation now about why are men being the way they are? Why are men like this? And, and I was like, why am I not like this? Why do I, how am I able to have relationships with females and not have to have a sexual relationship or attraction? Or objectify them. Or objectify them. Yeah. And, and I'm straight as it comes. I love women. I do objectify my girlfriend. Yeah, uh, but no, but I, it's because I was raised by women. I was raised by women. To me, women are the strongest people I've ever seen in my life. To me, women are this way. And, and you know what I'm realizing is that because men have been raised 
by men for so long and men have this warped view at this point because, all right, but when a boy's a teenager. I'm going to dispute this right now. Okay. I, I, I got. I, all right, go ahead. When a boy's so, a teenager. When a boy's a teenager, he goes to his mom. So I was on this date and she goes, well, when she says yes or whatever advice she gives her, it's normally like follow the girl's lead. When you give it to a guy for advice, he goes, so you just whip it out and see what they say about it. It's like, no. That's, <laughs> that is not no. the way to approach it. So, so my, here's what I think. Okay, in the 50s and prior to that, the moms were at home with the kids. The dads were there for dinner and hardly had anything to do with the raising of the child other than teaching their sons to shave or something like that or drive the car. They, the guys weren't really involved, yet you still had men objectifying no, women back but then. men... You had um, movies like uh, James Bond movies, right? Going in the 60s, 70s, where James Bond is this character who, you know, is supposed to be the ultimate gentleman and yeah, like, you know, suave and whatever. Women. Yeah, and he's like forcing himself on women, not taking no for an answer. And that's role models for men. You have teenage, you have these movies, all these teen uh, comedies, right? Oh my God, American like pie. pie. Yeah, we're. Rape culture yes, all through that. They're like talking about how drunk do you need to get girl or to get a girl to in order to get, get laid. Um, videotaping, you know, or trying to videotape getting a girl to have Van sex with Wilder. you. And, and putting it out to, like, all these people. And Revenge of the Nerds, Meatballs. You have all these movies Revenge that are the objectifying. Nerds, he out. He, he's yeah. pretending to be someone else. And then came over and was like, we do it better. And uh, at that point, he's like, no, you raped her. Right? You, I, this is, it, this is uh, the culture that... that People have been seeing in movies. Now, here's the thing. Like, before it was, like, you know, considered, I don't want to say great comedies, but people went and saw and laughed and everything. There are better written comedies and better stories, but those are the ones. Like, American Pie was a big moneymaker. And now, going back, you watch that in, like, movies like this and with a different mindset since this whole Me Too thing and women talking about harassment, and you look at this stuff in a different light, and you're just like, that is so wrong. Why weren't these kids, like, if they were doing this, why, you know, broadcasting that out to the entire school, why was oh. there no charges brought against him? Why was she the one punished and getting sent out of the country, There's you know, so back out of the country? Rape. There's so much stuff going on, and nobody got in trouble for it. Nobody was held accountable for these actions. And this is what guys have grown up seeing that, well, it's funny and, and it's just what guys do. And that's what high school guys do. So it's okay. And now you got this culture. So now do these comedies, are they going to hold for the next, you know, generation or are we going to see comedies changing now with the way that they're done? Because you can't really do, you're not going to see movies like that. I don't think anymore. We're now here's a movie that I was surprised. I watched This is one of my favorites from when I was in a junior high, um, teenager was licensed to drive with the the Corey's, you know, the two Corey's, Corey Feldman and Corey Haim were both in it. Oh dude, those And another raped. teenage actor who I can't remember right now, but the whole premise was, you know, Corey Haim's character was trying to get his license. He failed the driver's test, but he lied about it and then he stole his grandfather's car and they go to go on a date with this girl named Mercedes, right? Cuz it's licensed to drive. And and uh and she ends up uh, getting so drunk she passes out. And his friends, you know, like he picks them up and they're like, dude, go for it. You know, and he's like, no, she's like, she's passed out. I'm not going to take advantage of her. And like I hadn't seen this movie in, since, I, you know, in like t- over 20 years. And I watched it with my daughter and I was just like, now, see, that's the way to do it. Like he's still like she's passed out. And instead of taking advantage or, or listening to his friends, he's like, no, that's not what you should do. And I was surprised to see that in a movie from the 80s, you know, because that just wasn't happening in movies back then, but there it was. And I was, I was very proud, (laughs) proud of that when I saw that. So I think it it can be still be done. A good teen comedies can still be made without having to go back to that rape culture of thinking that's funny to take advantage of women or it's funny for guys, you know, the extremes guys go to, to get laid. Right. Oh yeah. Well, there's the, 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 here's the other thing. And, And it goes back to women raising men. Because when it came down, because even back in the day, housewives, did they really sit down and talk to their sons about girls? Or how to treat a girl on a date or anything like that? No, No. that was all handled by the man. Or what they see in advertising Exactly. So so that was all handled by men advertising in movies. Um, I believe, truly, that if women were to communicate, like I, I had the sex talk with my mom. 
by the way, most awkward thing that ever happened in my life. Uh, I learned how to date from my mom. Like, my mom told me. Like, so I didn't learn any of that stuff from either of my parents. My mom was very open with me, but she, she but told I learned, me. But I learned from TV shows and movies, too, you know, and then my own judgment on things. Yeah, she told me, like, she also put confidence in me. I think this other thing is, is um, men lose confidence with women because they get turned down in high school or all this time. And so then they develop this sense of power. You know, they, they get out of college, they make all this money, and you, you constantly hear about the nerd that finally made money. And then he uses that money and power to manipulate women into having these relationships with them. And I and I truly just believe, man, if you just stop holding women up on a pedestal, like making them not human. Or a prize to or win. A pri- or a prize to, to a win or something. Women are human beings. The thing is because I grew up with, so m- with women that I am able to go – like I, I, I fart in front of girls, like, no problem. I treat girls <laughs> like guys. I honestly do. I treat girls like guys. I hold them to the same standards that I hold guys to. That's one thing I hope that is acceptable by the time my daughter starts dating is uh, just farting whenever you want because she farts all the time. And it's hard to hold it in on a Yeah, date. she doesn't even try to. If you go out she on She thinks a date, it's hilarious. Oh, God, farting. <laughs> So she, she will purposely go and sit on my boyfriend's lap and fart on him and then walk away. <laughs> I will fart. Uh, I'll fart, and then uh, my, my kid will give me a high five. She's like, good job. I'm like, yeah. I have video of my daughter practicing the speech that she gave or showing me the speech that she gave at school to win the class pet contest that they had. They, they had to give a speech to try and get the class to vote for the pet that she wanted, and she won with a pet snail. She got the entire class to vote in her favor for a pet snail as the class pet. And I was like, I need to hear the speech. So I start recording her giving the speech. And like five seconds into the speech, she's like, so I think, you know, like class pet should be a snail. And here's why or whatever her opening was. And she's sitting on a bar stool, like a wooden stool at the time. And all of a sudden, like, as she says this, she leans over, lifts up her butt cheek, and you just hear this, it echoed through the room, just huge, loud fart. And I busted up laughing. I had to stop the recording. It was the funniest thing in the world. And we tied laughing for, like, a good two minutes before we could get her to sit down and give the speech again. But that's... And, I, my, and she told me to post it on YouTube. It is up there. If anybody fa- wants to see it, Chink Scott. <laughs> my favorite thing to do is Dutch oven somebody. Oh no! I do it to my girl. Somebody, I was gonna say, how many people are you in bed with that you can do it to? It's just that's just your girlfriend's privilege there. Her honor is your girlfriend. (laughs) I did it, and I and I got her under the covers. I'm holding it down, and the whole time I'm hearing her swear and yell at me and. And tell me how she's going to leave me. And I just go, where are you going to go? <laughs> some, friends, some friends of mine were telling me about, like, my, my one friend was saying how she had been eaten, like, a big burrito dinner or something, beans, I don't know. But they were in bed that night, and and uh, and her boyfriend cuddles up to her, you know, and everything, and, like, all sweet. And then all of a sudden, she let in her sleep, but one rip so hard and loud that it literally, like, he could feel the vibration against his skin <laughs> on his leg. <laughs> My girlfriend farts on me all the time, and it, it seriously upsets me. Like, I don't know why. I can dish it out, but for some reason, I can't handle it very well. It's she, okay for you to mark your territory, but she can't mark hers. Is that what she, you're saying? She just farts right on. And th- I think the thing that makes me mad is that she only farts on me. Like, the only time I hear her fart is she'll do it on me. She'll, like, intentionally cuddle up next to me, and we'll get, like, in the nice spoon position, and then she just... Right on me. Just a nice, oh, good one. I'm just, just saying. If you're going to dish it out, you got to be able to take it. I just wish, like, I fart everywhere. Relationships Why? are equal these days. I want if you're going to f- dish out the Dutch ovens, you got to be willing to accept the Dutch oven. Man. I also, I'm kind of upset. Give and take. She, she's a... Uh, all right, I know this is weird, but I, 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 I like you talk about being petty and grudges. You you do this something like that to me, be expecting retaliation. I am all about revenge and what about uh, this? And uh, does this seem weird that equal. she gets mad at me when I start using the bathroom while she's in the shower? Yeah, that can be unless it's an to, emergency. I got I, to, yeah. Well, I think she's mad because we have a bathroom downstairs, but I'm not walking uh, well, all the way downstairs. If there's another for this bathroom, life. a shower no. time is like your personal time. Okay. No. Uh, speaking as a woman, there's a reason we're in there for 20, 30 minutes, okay? Showers are time to relax 
and and just take a moment to ourselves, away from our kids, away from our their significant others. I think she's overreacting. No, and you're intruding on that. Okay. I think what she hates too is because. But I then again, you're there. the kind of person that answers the phone while you're in the middle of taking care of business or going to the bathroom. So you don't care about your private time apparently or personal. No, time. I feel that that time. You don't have a kid hanging on you 24 seven. She call, she walks in on the bathroom while I'm on it. And she talks to me. Trust, my daughter will do that to me now. I, still 10 years old. And I'm like, seriously, kid. I'm like, why? Are you? I have to cover up. Like, I keep like a towel over my lap <laughs> while I do my business. Because you never she, know when she'll walk in. Because she'll just walk in and she'll like. So I was just walking down the street and I saw a dog. Did you see a dog? She's I walking like down dogs. the street by herself. I guess so. She's four. <laughs> she tells stories. She don't know what she's talking about. She uh she sits there. Oh, my daughter doesn't tell stories. If she tells you something, you got to pretty even though she's creative and she will she does write stories and stuff, but if she's telling you she did something or said something, you can bet that she really did I it. I know she doesn't like do Like the time she put she... the ferret in my brother's room at 2 o'clock in the morning when he got up to go to the bathroom. Why? To get back at him because he's always mean to her and like it's so she knew he's afraid of the ferrets. So she took her ferret out of the cage when he got up to go to the bathroom and put it in his bedroom. So when he went back to bed, there's the ferret running around his room. <sighs> I this hope is like I said, I, I, you, I've got to, you know, your kid, I hope my kid be careful get with my pranks. daughter because she's like, she knows how to get revenge. She doesn't even need me to teach her this stuff. It doesn't help that she's a huge fan of Calvin and Hobbes and Timmy failure. Cause they are really good at this kind of stuff, especially Calvin and Hobbes. That's like, she's got them all memorized. Oh my gosh. This kid. This is why kids shouldn't read. <laughs> Take my advice. Don't allow your kids to read. Don't allow your kids to be smarter than you. And look at how well that came with not letting women read. Look at the backlash and retaliation still going on for hundreds of years. Listen, I'm just saying. Maybe it was a good thing. It made women more resilient. It helped women get to the point that they are. Because if we just so allowed- You're trying to say that women are only strong now because men have held them back so long and we should be happy that men held us back so that we can be as strong as we are? Yes. And men are just the weaker of the species because of it? Well, we are weaker mentally. Yes. I, oh, I totally 100% agree Guys are idiots. Yes, we are really smart. Just look we at men. Work. They have to work at getting women drunk to get laid. Exactly. Women just have to say, you, let's go. <laughs> and pretty much. Well, that's because you have a magical thing. Uh, <laughs> women have a magical thing that allow men to do. Listen, it's so magical. It, allowed, it made me raise a kid that wasn't mine. <laughs> no. What was I saying again? Men are not smart. We are not intelligent. I, here's here's how I realized. I think if men were smart and intelligent, they would have realized better ways to get get the things that they want. Or like, hey, if I just treat women with respect and whatever, or find out what they're interested in and a way to talk to them, maybe I could get laid without the use of alcohol. Or, this is how I realized men are dumber than women. Take children. My little girl. No, you shouldn't take children. That's don't, that's don't. not that's not advice. There Exi- are people don't, don't take don't take children. I wasn't done yet. <laughs> don't start stealing children. But look at children. Little girl, four years old, highly intelligent, asked to do things. As you know, she goes, "Can I go to the bathroom? Can I have a drink of water? Oh, let me throw this away." Boy, four years old, runs into the wall and asks, "Why is the wall there?" <laughs> I'm just saying. Boys are stupid. I don't want a son anymore. Like, I wanted a son for a very long time. Just, you know, a little mean. That would be awesome. But then I see everybody else who has sons. And for some reason, everybody's son has a giant lump on their forehead. Because they did something. Every time my friend leaves his son alone for five seconds, he's butt naked drawn on the wall. (laughs) Now, see, that is not exclusive to boys. One of my cousins, I won't say her name, but when she was little, she used to stri- go out in the front yard and strip off all of her clothes when she was like three years old. Like they would catch her outside all the time. And this is in Tennessee, Mississippi, you know, that she would do this. So that is not exclusive to, to boys. Girls will do it too. Um, you just don't hear about it as often because what parent is going to talk about their little girl running out and stripping naked and running outside? Not, not very many. Me. <laughs> <laughs> but boys I'm not talking about also, now I'm talking like 20 boys years ago, find years it ago. funny to pee on things 
Yeah, girls can't pee on things as easily. No. So, and it splashes back. It's it's not good. Like so camping boys? in the woods and having to pee out in the woods is, is not a great experience if you're a woman because you, first you're exposing your entire backside. And if it's cold outside, it is cold. And then no matter how close you squat to the ground, it's, it's going to be splashing and bouncing back up either on your ankles or your butt or whatever. So you never fully dry. You still feel like you have a little bit on there. I mean, other than digging a hole in the ground and sitting on it, I mean, there's no way to not get backsplash on you when you're peeing in the woods. So I'm, it, I'm just saying, I mean, it's, there's no way. There's now, the best ways. thing I ever saw for outdoor plumbing without actually having, or not plumbing, but outdoor uh, using the using the facilities outdoors without actually having a bathroom. Outhouse? No, this wasn't even an outhouse. This was I was camping in the um, the up the upper north upper upper north woods or whatever the UP of, of Michigan, the Upper Peninsula, and we're talking. I had to we had to hike a half a mile to get to our campsite kind yeah. of thing. In the middle of the woods, there's a path that went into the middle of the woods and a, a clearing, or not a clearing of trees, but a bunch of trees. And there's a wooden box in the middle of this cove of trees with the toilet seat on it. That was the only bathroom facilities in the entire campground was this wooden box with a hole dug underneath the wooden box. So you could sit on a toilet seat, but you were still exposed to the whole, all the elements. No, that, but that's you didn't popular. have to squat or anything. You had you, you didn't have to squat. You had the whole you had a hole to pee in. So you didn't have to worry about the splashing onto the legs. So that was that was kind of nice. That was actually very popular. I did a canoeing trip. Having a wooden box with a toilet seat. No, on no, it? it was actually like a toilet. Out and about, like in the woods, and you're just exposed to everything, which ended up starting a song that we made because my friend got bit by mosquito on his butt. And so he comes down and starts singing, I got bit by a mosquito on my ass. Yeah, no, that's very popular. No, just, well. When I was camping, my our favorite song to sing was, like, uh, we'd come out of the tent and be like, wake up in the morning and I step outside and I take a deep breath and I get real high and I. That's because she's smoking weed. What? No, this was with the, this was with the church youth group thing that I was camping on. And they're all smoking or- marijuana. <laughs> <laughs> and I get real high and, and I would, I would, I would sing this at the top of my lungs and my, and my campmates that were staying in my time would sing, start singing it with me. And I, I gotta be honest at the time, I didn't even associate it with pot or anything at the time. Well, they're now looking back. I'm like, we were st- totally singing, to, you know, getting high at, at a, uh, at a, what you call it? Christian oh, yeah. youth out the uh, camping thing or whatever. But you know, yeah, the guys were talking about getting high, <laughs> get real high and I know. Yeah, but that's one of my favorite songs. I love What's that song. going on? That's your favorite song? One of them. Really? My absolute favorite song is Dancing With Myself by Billy Idol. I love that song. Really? No yes. diggity, Black Street. That's a good one. That's a good no one. No diggity. I feel like is that's that like if you hear it, you automatically get happy and have to yeah. stop whatever you're doing? That's yeah. me with Dancing With Myself or or uh, or the Also, I like Blonde big song. butts. I like Big butts and I cannot lie. You other brothers can't deny when a girl walks in with an itty bitty wish. Song about objectifying women. Listen, we're not objectifying (laughs) women. We're trying to push you out there. Yeah, exactly. We're just expressing our. There is no woman out there that doesn't feel like wish they had a big butt when they hear that song. I want this to be fair. I'm really tired of this. Okay, because I'm sick and tired. Not often. A guy has to be really good looking for me to be like. It's just that he's hot. Men objectify every woman. We don't care because every man has a type and they don't care. Some guys like chubby. I like chubby girls. Why? It's like going into a nice pillow. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> See, this is why I will never have any pro- any issues with you objectifying me because. <laughs> I'll still objectify you. Uh, but that's mainly for comedy reasons. <laughs> Listen, uh, what is the only time a woman's on top when the kitchen's upstairs? Now. <laughs> Now that I've uh, objectified women enough right now. My eyes just rolled so hard they hit the ceiling. I know. Men (laughs) objectify every woman. See, if you go to a Rihanna concert, go backstage, you're not going to see any men there because halfway through of them trying to get back to that one woman. They gave up. They gave up and went, well, the girl selling hot dogs is cute. And they go to her. Now, women will do anything they can to get to that man at that concert. Not this woman. Not you. 
But I'm just saying. It's because it, I'm awesome. If some, you know, like they need to come to me. I'm never going to follow after they, a guy right to now, get his attention. I never have. Celebrity. What celebrity? There's one guy you would. There is, there is not a celebrity out there that I would like go out of my way to get their attention or anything like that. Not Channing Tatum. Nope. I don't think. I don't think Channing Tatum is that. Not Thor. I think he's good looking, but would I go out of my way to get his attention? No. He's got a Robert Downey Jr. No. Not even Robert Downey Jr. I mean, if I did, it would be just more, hey, I love your work kind of thing, but I wouldn't like go out of my way to try and. All right, you're not helping my point here. No, I'm not. I'm not your normal person. There's women that objectify men way too much. There are. There, and, there and definitely I, are. There's exceptions there's, to every rule. There's an issue that no one talks about. We want to get on all these power-hungry men, all these men that do these horrific things, and yet very few people have actually brought up gold-digging horse. Oh, there totally man, are. One man has brought it up. But, His name is Bill Burr. Well, here's the he thing. He's a hero. Here's the thing. There are women that are gold-diggers, but it's the guys that like to take advantage of women that will... That will go after. And women or, will take advantage of men. It's just for different reasons. So women can be gold diggers, yeah. But I think it's men because of the whole wanting women for their bodies or wanting a, a hot piece on their arm, so to speak. They'll be willing to give that money up for it because they get to have that showpiece on their arm. So is it is it a, are they're just taking advantage of each other's assets so to speak I, I in think, different I ways think women and men are taking advantage of each other men don't take advantage of women there are exceptions to every rule i'm, I'm going to say there's exceptions to every rule there are hor- i am not talking about the horrible men of harvey weinstein i am talking about the bare bone basic power hungry dude that goes that sees a hot girl and goes i want a hot girl yes they are pigs most of the time you know, there, there's there's a difference between being a pig and kind of a jerk and Harvey Weinstein. So that's rape. Yeah. Uh, women, though, there's the extreme of women who target wealthy men. Well, aren't the men targeting hot-looking women? Uh, not in the same way. Because if they weren't necessarily looking for a hot woman, how would they end up with these women to begin with? Like what, uh, then, once you notice their their personality more, and hey, this person is not a very great person. Did we said you overlook this because did, did they're we hot? Also, did we also go over this that men aren't smart? If you men weren't are so obsessed with their bodies and the way they look, once you notice their personalities kind of suck, and they're only after one thing. We could say that, and that's true. But <sighs> men are stupid. If you're trying to get their attention and and uh, by spending money on them and stuff, then you're perpetuating it and encouraging that kind of behavior. Men are stupid. Yeah. So whose fault is it? I think it's you a mixture of diggers. I think with those, it's a mutual thing. It's like it's like a um, symbiotic relationship or a parasite. You know, like they they live off of each other. It's a symbiotic thing where one provides what the other one needs, and they live off of it. You know, it's not like a. But it's some of these women will trick like birds men. that t- eat the mites and stuff off of rhinos. You know, and they. All right, you know what? You got a point. Um, men are stupid. It's all our fault. We've destroyed this world, and see what we've done. All we needed to do was hold women up and just allow them to have rights. <laughs> and treat them like decent or you know, like like human beings, you know. You know what, honestly? That's all. I mean, have you seen the video going I around about, like, rashes. you can talk to a woman. You can be kind. You can you can give somebody flowers. You can have a conversation with someone in the office. Just don't be creepy. If you can give someone, a friend, a hug, that's fine. You hold it too long and it starts to feel creepy, guess what? You're being creepy. Just stop. Don't, you know, it, there's, there's limits. I, I, I'm going to say this right now. Um, here's what I've learned from this podcast. I've learned something from this podcast. Okay. One. Men need women. Here's why. We're stupid. We make crazy decisions. And we don't think things through. See, we come up with a big plan, but there's never little plans in that big plan. It's just, we're going to conquer Russia. (laughs) Because we want more land and we want to be in charge of everything. But it's winter time. Eh, We'll figure it out when we get there. I'm going, how cold could it possibly be in Russia? 
I like and listen, This is how I told. Them. This is how I found out. Or Germany. How the, you know the, the Germans didn't learn from yeah. the French. The French, you know, like no. I just come up with big ideas. I go because Alexander the Great could do it. Yeah, and everybody can. I'm like, I'm going to move. I had no idea I had to pack. Yeah. Oh yeah, that, <laughs> that kind of helps, doesn't it? Yeah. She's like, oh, I gotta also buy furniture. I also have to like you like we don't women th- think about this stuff. Yeah, yeah, when men don't think about anything, we we think about the end goal and that's it. And this is the problem. You know what? I've learned it. Here's the biggest problem in parenting, in holding grudges, is that men don't think about the middle. We only think about the beginning and the end. We forget the middle every time. I forget every time how I got to a place, but I remember where I was and at the end of it. And so all men care about, and so if all a man cares about is getting laid, he doesn't care how he got to getting laid. He, he just he cares, cares about, about the getting, end result, oh, yes. Exactly. If a man, all he cares about is, parent, is getting his kids out of the hood and becoming famous. He doesn't care how they got there. He just gives a crap that he got there. Like, he doesn't care that he had to beat Michael's little ass all around the thing because he missed a step and slightly didn't turn all the way to the left, so then he had to get a freaking foot up his ass. No, he doesn't care about that. What he cares about is, is that the they, end result. Is the they, end result. They got out of Gary, Indiana. Yes. And you know what I'm figuring out? And it, talking about grudges, just really quick, I was just thinking Queen Elizabeth, you're talking about men in power. Like, they don't care. They just want to take over Russia. They don't think about the fact that... Queen Elizabeth is Queen smart. Elizabeth, smart. You never hear about her having, like, huge major defeats, well, she also, but she could hold a grudge. She a does Queen hold a grudge. Queen Mary, a Queen of Scots, right? That whole thing oh, with that. Oh, they're was, like, still the on that. So but here's the here's funny thing, is that women, when it comes to holding grudges... Men don't, like, my pettiness isn't about what people, I know what they did to me, and I care about what I'll do to get them back. I don't care about anything in the middle. Like, nothing in the middle matters to me. It's just what happens at the end. That's all I care about. Women, you care about what happens in the middle. It's all about the journey, not just the end result. Yeah, I just care about getting to Florida. I don't care how I got there. And I'm thinking about, okay, how long is it going to take here? How much quicker can I take it? How, you know, how much time can we, do we need to stop? How much gas is it going to take? That's- now, everything I said is about majority. It's a generalization. There are exceptions to every rule. But we can all say this. We've learned in this last year, men are stupid. And on that note, we're just saying, don't take our advice. We're Jason Apollo. Actually, take our advice on this. Yeah. Men are stupid. Stupid. But feel free to make your own opinions. I'm just saying, for Jinx and Apollo, talk to you next week. We're out.